Voice that could make a Wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. time elephant in the room and that would be Tommy Reese interviewing with Alabama Brad your thoughts there yeah I mean I I think it's you know pretty much a done deal I mean I don't think you get on the the jet with the Alabama logo on it uh without probably it being close to being done so uh, but what, what do I think about it? I actually think it's a good hire. I, I know a lot of people don't like Tommy Reese, but I, I thought he did a good job uh, considering what he had from a talent aspect uh, this past season. A lot of adversity, uh, I mean, because Drew Pine's your quarterback. Uh, so I thought he did a good, good job. And, I mean, if you don't believe me, I mean, the greatest coach of all time at the college football level wants him to be an offense coordinator uh, for, for his program. So uh, I think it's a good move for Alabama. I think it's a great move for Tommy Reese as far as his career path. I mean, keep in mind, he's still, you know, what, 30 years old. So, I mean, to be the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame and Alabama already uh, says a lot about his, you know, not only his uh, resume, uh, but uh, also his future career path uh, is going to be promising. Uh, and probably more pertinent, uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty significant blow to, to Notre Dame, uh, you know, when you consider the timing of it. Uh, could not be less ideal. Uh, it would be interesting to see who Marcus uh, is able to get. Uh, it's very late in the process. Uh, you know, spring's going to start in a month. And, you know, you got a new quarterback coming in. It will be interesting to see if Sam Hartman sticks around. I mean, he had to stick around for the spring at least. But, I mean, he could still transfer out uh, after the spring if he doesn't like whether the direction of, of the uh, of the coordinator. So, um, C.J. Carr, does he stay? I mean, that's the big-time recruit for Notre Dame, the, the, you know, the incoming quarterback for the 2024 class. So, um, not ideal. Uh, if I had, if I was a betting man, and last I checked, I am. I mean, just because the last 30 years have been ridiculously poor as a Notre Dame fan, I mean, I would just always assume worst-case scenario. Yeah. Hartman... Bill Reese was his connection from Wake Forest, the dad of Tommy, who now is at Notre Dame. He works at Notre Dame in their talent evaluation department, whatever they term it, whatever they call it. But, yeah, I guess here's the other thing, Brad, and I don't want to try and make too much into this, but the transfers 
meaning the transfers coming in, Hartman, Jean-Baptiste, all those guys, were scheduled to meet with the media today, and that got canceled until next week. Yeah, I mean, that's a good indication that, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Tommy Reese is, uh, you know, likely gone. I mean, I'm actually hearing there's interest also, NFL interest in Al Golden. So, I mean, it could be a really, really uh, tough off season once again for Marcus Freeman. He is not uh, taking the path of uh, the easiest path here. And the unfortunate thing is that I don't believe that Notre Dame uh, – you know, whether it's Jack Swarbrick or it's the boosters or whatnot, I don't think they're necessarily helping the guy out like they could. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, so I think that the delay in that tells you where a lot of this stuff is going. Boy, going to be interesting. Wow. Yeah, I think Tommy Reese would be a, a solid hire. It would be fantastic for his resume. And, look, if he goes down there, let's say he takes Ty Simpson, who I think wins that job, if they accurately adjudicate that competition, he ought to win that job. And then that offense plays well. He could be a year out on a head coaching job. Yeah, no no question about it. So, uh, I mean, if you're Tommy Reese, I mean, I know Notre Dame's your, your alumnus. Uh, you take that job at Alabama. I mean, the coach, I mean, it's <laughs> Look at everyone that's coached under Saban in the last 10, 15 years, OCDCs. I mean, it's pretty much you, you do a decent job there, you're going to be a head coach very soon. wonder what Marcus Freeman's plan here is. I really – usually, Brad, in these situations, you kind of have a feel for the direction they may go. I don't really have a feel at all on this one. I played in the process, so I have no idea. I mean, young coach uh, – he dealt with probably a little bit more. I mean, because the coaching staff, here's what people forget. I mean, they think, oh, you know, nobody went with Brian Kelly to, to, to LSU, so everybody on staff stayed and wasn't the case. That was the original plan, but Mike Elston leaves. Uh, you know, McNulty leaves for BC. Uh, you know, the, 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 the guy left for, for Louisville. He's now the head coach at, at uh, Western Michigan. Uh, so there's a lot of staff turnover more than, than what, you know, the, the – the, you know, for regular college football fan knows about. So he had to make a bunch of hires that weren't expected last year. So at least he had some experience there. But uh, from from what I'm hearing, I mean, he, the, the, Tommy Reese won't be the lone staff uh, change here. I, I'm guessing that there's going to be maybe half the staff that's going to have to end up getting overhauled. And, and again, we're, we're talking, it's February now. I mean, if you're doing this in December and early January, that's one thing. At this point, at this late stage in the game, I mean, it's a little tougher. So, uh Got his work cut out for him. Uh, not easy. I really like Marcus. I just think uh, he's really up against it for so many, uh, a variety of reasons. And a lot of it's uh, self-inflicted on Notre Dame's part. Brad Powers with us, bradpowersports.com. I saw you during the NFL games this past weekend, and it was the Buffalo 49er game is that yeah and you you said if you're not betting in game here Brock Purdy went down then you're not betting or you're not a better or something you you tweeted out and there for a moment Brad it went to five and a half it actually went up to about 18 and a half that's the highest I saw might have gotten to 20 in game I bet it at five and a half after you tweeted that and that was easy that one was easy how high did that get by the way in game 
Oh, I mean, it, yeah, it got to at least 20. I mean, as it, before they shut it down there, uh, you know, with a few minutes left. So, I mean, it, it easily got into the 20s there. Like, uh, yeah, I, you know, and it, I just, I tweeted out, and I couldn't believe I got backlash off of it because, I mean, it was pretty simple. I mean, it wasn't just the quarterback going down. There was also a significant turnover when, when the game went to commercial break where it was ruled an incomplete pass, and they showed a couple of quick, you know, review replays, and uh, it was going to be obvious that the play was going to get overturned. And then when they come back from commercial break, oh, not only is the, the, the you know, the, the incomplete pass overturned, now a fumble, and Philly's got the ball up 7 nothing in midfield. But, oh, yeah, by the way, the 49ers' third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy, is hurt now. Now they got to go to the fourth-string guy. So, again, I I just thought it was the perfect opportunity to in-game live bet. And and my tweet was basically, and maybe people just did not like the tone. I don't know that you could get tone off of Twitter. I mean, you didn't hear me speak it. I typed it. Uh, Maybe they got offended by that. But it was just basically, if you're not live betting Philadelphia in the last 10 minutes, uh, I this can't this sports betting thing isn't for you. I mean, it just isn't. I mean, it was one of those you, you get maybe a couple of those a season, uh, you know. And we're talking that that's combined, you know, 250 plus NFL games and 800 plus college football games. I mean, it's just a one in 1,000 type of event there. And if you're not at least trying to bet Philadelphia, uh, you know, it, it can be tough in those situations because not every book. A lot of books are going to pull it down because there's uncertainty. Maybe you don't have many outs, but that should have been in your thought process. Hey, I got to bet Philadelphia right now. And if it wasn't, then I'll tell you what, you got work to do as a sports better. I'll put it that way. Brett, how, did you bet it multiple times in game or do you use just take the first best number and bet it there? Yeah, no, I, I bet it multiple times different ways. You know, Philadelphia money line, Philadelphia, you know, point spread, anything under 10 at that point uh, I, I was betting. Uh, and then it was, you know, at that point then it was pr- pretty much done. I mean, you don't want to overextend yourself, and I've done that in the past. You know, keep betting and betting and betting. Uh, and, you know, all of a sudden something happens differently, uh, and and you go from a very positive expectation to, to, to maybe – yeah, you're trying to, you're getting a little greedy, but yeah, I, I bet it three, four different times in that, in that period uh, on the Eagles. Okay. So right after that, I've got that W in my pocket and I don't bet much. I just, I don't think about it, but, but I was all excited about that. Turned around and I took the Bengals plus what were they getting Two was it one and a half, two somewhere in there? Yeah. One and a half, so. two. Yep. Yeah. And I could tell, even though it was, there was a possibility there, but I could tell I was in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think in the fourth quarter you were, you know, you had some confidence. Uh, but, right. you know, it, it was a tough start there. But, I mean, you could another in-game live betting event there. I mean, you, Bengals got as high as like 12 and a half there. Uh, I, I was on the Kansas City side, but I, I thought there was opportunities for Kansas City to put the game away, uh, and they didn't. So uh, I, I was actually pre-flop. I was on Kansas City. I had Kansas City exposure, meaning you know prior to the game that I, I like KC. In game, probably start late second quarter through the third quarter. I was in game live betting uh, the Bengals, and it was pretty guy. much. And numbers were anything from like six and a half plus six and a half greater. So that one ended up being a winner for me as well. Right. Wow. So so yeah, you said that thing got as high as. 
Cincinnati getting 12 in game. Yeah, 12 and a half is the highest I wow. saw. Wow. Yep. See, I didn't notice that. Um, but that's – see, that's even different because you, you had Kansas City before kickoff. But then in game, you saw a trend. That's not really middling, though, right? That's not the same as middling, is it? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I ended up middling and, yeah. uh, you know, won both bets. But, you know, I, I wasn't middling – you know, information changed as far sure. as I was concerned. So I didn't go into the game. Oh, I'm going to middle this because I have such a great position, you know, on Kansas City. It was more of, you know, what was happening in that game also. I, look, why are we talking live betting? Uh, well, I mean, they're the only games that we're on as far as football, so it's easy to do that. You can, It's easier to bet on these games because they're such high profile. And then Kansas City was also dealing with injuries. I mean, multiple guys are going down for them. So another great betting opportunity. Yeah, Brad, you said you weren't doing basketball until March. Well, I did basketball the other night, took Tennessee plus one and a half at Florida. That didn't turn out well either. That was not a good move. Not at all. All right, more Brad when we come back. That's why you listen to Brad and not me about the gambling stuff on the Nashville Hotel. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's a Bill King show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. That's how it's with the PrepHouseSports.com. Kirkland down in Macon, Georgia, wants to know your thoughts if Alabama does hire Todd Grantham as their defensive coordinator, which may happen. Yeah, that one I, I'm, I wouldn't be as high about it as Tommy Reese. I'll put it that way. Uh, obviously, you still have Nick Saban's fortes on the defense side of the ball, but, you know, Todd Grantham, I mean, obviously, you know, at Florida, his last job, I mean, was just, you know, it looked like the game had passed him by. I just put it, to put it mildly there. So, I mean, you know, a little bit different system, uh, obviously, and very experienced, but again, I mean, you go back to that last stop, and I mean that Florida defense was historically bad as far as Florida's you know past history. Uh, so it, it, I, I wouldn't be a big fan of it. I'll put it that way. Also, he brought up Stetson Bennett. Obviously, this past weekend, early Sunday, actually not early Sunday morning. If if you six a.m., the sun's about to come up. But anyways, gets arrested for public intoxication. Does that hurt him as far as NFL scouts are concerned? I really don't think so because I don't think they think he's much of a prospect, but you may you may differ with that. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not a first-round pick. He's not a second-round pick. He's not a third-round pick. What, what he probably hurt is his chances of maybe being a third or fourth rounder. I mean, now, I mean, he goes from probably third, fourth round at the very best, being very optimistic to now. I mean, I could, you know, sixth, seventh, maybe undrafted. I mean, that that that's what he did there. I mean, it's not going to be a significant amount of lost money, but as far as, uh, I, he he's borderline draftable at this point with that going on. I mean, I, you know, if you talk to the NFL scouts, I mean, they would have liked to at least seen him show up for the Senior Bowl. He probably hurt his chances there, and then, you know, instead of showing up at the Senior Bowl, he's showing up uh, at, you know, six in the morning. It's not like getting arrested at two, six. Six is a problem. Uh, so, uh, you know, he'll never have to buy another steak dinner in the state of Georgia, and, and that's very positive for Stetson Bennett. Uh, Stetson Bennett, future NFL quarterback, I have significant doubts. 
Yeah, it's he's he's training over there in Fort Worth, and apparently he was out, and I don't know the whole story, and who who knows? But but and and that video, that's Baker Mayfield. There's still some people that think that's actually Stetson Bennett getting tackled. That's the Baker Mayfield video that people are regurgitating to make it look like they have the most. Re- the only video I saw was him coming out of the jail when they released him, but. Yeah, that that's a tough break there, and unfortunate for him. And and six a.m. in the morning, knocking on doors. I'm not sure what was going on there, Brad. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. Especially in today's day and age. I mean, I mean, when you can get an Uber, uh, and, and you know who's around you. I mean, you gotta like where are your like friends at that that can lead you. I mean, because. We, if you drank before, we've all been there, and we've all been in our twenties, uh, and, and probably, you know, and maybe thankfully social media wasn't around at that point for for, for me. It was just getting started. It wasn't the immediacy twenty four seven. But uh, you know, when you're in that type of situation, you would hope to be around some people that care about you and, and try to lead you in the right direction and maybe prevent you from from the, you know embarrassing yourself that much more. Brad Powers with us. Brad Powers Sports. Brad, are you absorbing some basketball in anticipation for March? Yeah, a little bit, but not too much. I mean, believe it or not, I, I should next week have my first set of football power ratings for next year already. So I, I've still been yeah. working on football. So, uh, yeah, because – and people are going to wonder, well, why? You should be studying college basketball. Well, I mean, I'm here to tell you the – the conference tournament and March Madness are—it's almost like a completely different sport. It's a different, entirely different handicapping process. The public all of a sudden gets overwhelmingly involved, so it, it can become very basic, contrarian, uh, very basic systems as far as fading teams with short benches playing a third consecutive day, and you know, in the conference tournament, just very basic stuff that doesn't, you know, you know rely on me to, to have to know the, the exact starting five on this team or how they do, you know, the shooting from behind the arc in, in this particular against a, a two, three zone defense. N- none of that's uh, going to be pertinent to that. So I, I haven't jumped in entirely that I've still been still working on football. Jeff too. Brad, is there any untapped or less detailed area in sports betting that Brad, you don't gamble, but, there should be great value, like the WNBA or MLS or cricket, et cetera. Well, I mean, there's you know value in any of those sports. I mean, uh, if you're willing to take the time uh, and just dive into it, I, I mean, I'm working on it 20 minutes a day or, or listening to one person, you know, to say you know how great they are in that individual sport. I don't know if that's the the pathway to success, but you personally, if you have the time. And you want to spend a few hours a day and really get after it. Yeah, then, of course, some of those niche markets that you're going to have opportunities to to make some money. Uh, you know, it's just the question is if you show a tendency to be really sharp, you'll get banned quickly. And it's not like in a lot of those uh, niche sports you're able to get a significant amount of money down to begin with. So I just don't have an interest in it personally. Uh, I don't follow sports, never have. I don't like soccer. Uh, You know, WNBA doesn't strike me too much. So, but there's value in those sports to say the least. I mean, I've said this time and time again. I mean, of the like sort of major sports, you know, basketball, football, baseball type. I mean, if there's one 
that you want to do and make some money, it's college basketball. It's in the months of, of November and December when the whole world's still worried about football and you focus on those little small conferences. Though that if you are just you want to make money and you want to do it yourself and you want to handicap, uh, that would be the most profitable, best return on your investment. College basketball, small conferences, you know, the first half of the season. You brought this. You touched on it earlier. You got to have the want to to dive into it. The problem with that is. You can't get the average dude to want to care about that level of basketball. They just can't make themselves do it, right? They can't concentrate on yep. it. They can't study it. And I get it. I, I I would have trouble with that, too. I wouldn't be able to – if I just sat there and said, okay, what's your best in November where we're in the last three to four weeks of college football and I'm going to sit down yep. and dive into small college basketball? I just couldn't do it. I can't do it, in my opinion, personally. But it's there. The opportunity. The it is. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's why. Hence, that's why there's value in it. Nobody wants to do it. So uh, there you go. And you know, why do I do? Why am I still working on football? Because even a majority of people that that, that bet are not going to be ready for college football when these season win totals come out in May. I will be ready, right, and that's why I'll be betting, and that's why. You know, I'm not guaranteeing that I, you know, have as good of a season as I did this past year. But, I mean, I bet almost every single team their season win total and was at 65-plus percent. I mean, but I'm ready for it. So, and I, you know, that's why I'm working on it now. But I can understand why people aren't, you know, I, I was diving into Bowling Green's roster because they started spring practice on, on Monday. I get from the majority of the people that even like college football, that's still not going to be their fancy late uh, January, early, early February studying the roster for the Bowling Green Falcons. Now, I'll give you one, and this goes under the category of what Jeff Two was just talking about. That's college baseball. Johnny Vegas last year down on the coast bet Tennessee in every SEC series, and he only lost one. I think he was 12 or 13. He just kept doing it. And I think there's availability there. There's there's possibilities there. I don't think college baseball is probably well uh, vetted from the gambling pros out there, right? I, I, I think there's opportunity there. There may be some people want to get in. I know you wouldn't want to, Brad, but I would say there's opportunity there if you're a college baseball fan. Absolutely. Great opportunity. You know, I so, mean, uh, yeah. Again, and it's perfect because, look, for a lot of people that are starting off, I mean, they're not interested in betting several thousand a game. They're looking to get down a few hundred a game. And, you know, in those type of niche markets, that's maybe all, all you can get down in some of those uh, circumstances. So, uh, at least until you get to the College World Series. But, uh, yeah, I, there's there's opportunities out there. It's just, you know, everybody wants to, you know, everyone asks me about same-game parlays. No value there. It's a big-time loser. Everyone talks about, you know, betting the NFL, the NBA, and whatnot. And the reality is focus on the niche sports, uh, you know, focus on the college sports. Uh, that's what I would do if you're just in the business of making money. Tennessee Shanky, ask Brad, is there any Super Bowl props that he likes right now? And also, part two, thoughts on Super Bowl squares. Uh, not much money on Super Bowl squares. Uh, that's more of a, you know, fun niche thing that, uh, and niche, not profitable, but, you know, just a fun thing that you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a prop that I have bet already. Uh, I, I, instead of just, you know, naming a list 
insisting on that. I'd, what I'd rather do is just give you uh, some guidelines, and this will be good for this year's Super Bowl. It'll be good for next year's Super Bowl. So generally speaking, this is how you should handle prop betting in the Super Bowl. If you, I, a lot of people like to bet overs, like Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, uh, very basic. Uh, you can bet overs. If you're going to do it, you better do it this weekend. Don't wait until next weekend to do it. So you're betting overs early in the process because before the public gets involved next weekend as far as Super Bowl weekend. So overs early, but if you want to fade the public, you're going to bet unders on a lot of the props, receiving yards, rushing yards, passing yards, and whatnot. You'll bet under next weekend because, you know, those lines, you know, Patrick Mahomes passing yardage prop will probably move at least 15, 20 yards. So you'll have an opportunity for a middle there if you're betting over early, under late. So that's a guideline. Another guideline is, and it's not going to sound fun, but, you know, the pros attack props way differently than the Joes. And one of the another reasons they attack it differently is there's more value on the no. No, there will not be a defensive special teams touchdown. No, there won't be a safety. Uh, you know, the public wants to bet yes on that because they want to bet a little to win a lot. It's entirely different for the pros. You're, you're getting discounts on some of those props where, you know, the, uh, no, say, no, there won't be a safety should be minus 1,400, and you can find maybe minus 800 out there, meaning you got to bet $800 to win 100. But when it should be, you should be betting 1,400 to win 100, that's a heck of a lot of value there. So you're going to look for that and to get those discounts. And then finally, just avoid the needle in the haystack type stuff. You know, who's going to score first and all this other stuff that, that again, that people, generally speaking, want to bet a little to win a lot, the, the lottery system where there's just not much value in that. That's very good information right there, y'all. I wouldn't even have thought of that. So overs early, unders late. In general. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Now, now, what about just the spread? The Eagles are favored by a point and a half. Is that correct? Yep, point and a half. Early money came in on Philadelphia. Some of the very early numbers had Kansas City a slight favorite. I, I'm a good – what I have become exceptional at uh, – and, look, I'm not a big Eagle guy. I'm In fact, I'm a pretty big self-deprecating guy. What I, I'm pretty good at, though, is reading the tea leaves on the market, whether it's college football or the NFL. I expect Kansas City money to show. I expect this line to close, maybe pick them. So uh, if you want to bet Kansas City, I'm not saying it's going to move this weekend, but I do expect it to move before kickoff, obviously. And it'll probably be late, you know, middle of next week uh, where we'll start to see more and more Kansas City money. But I, I do expect Kansas City money to show here. Um, and the line, in my opinion, is going to close pick. Reason being, I mean, I think the Kansas City injury report is going to get better as we get closer to the game. So that'll be a big reason for that. My bet that I made right when it got posted, I bet the under. I bet under 51. Uh, so that that would be my preference right now. Not you know not my again. We're talking the Super Bowl. I mean the numbers not going to be off that much, but that was my favorite bet at least initial gut instinct. Who's the better team on paper? Uh, Philadelphia is a better team, better roster, deeper roster. Uh, you know, I, I think they're better at the line of scrimmage. But uh, obviously, you know, this is a, a, a head coach, quarterback driven sport. And, you know, Andy Reid, you know, he's got a lot more experience uh, in, in this type of situation than Philadelphia's coach, Sirianni. 
And Patrick Mahomes is, you know, the best quarterback in football. Even if he's less than 100%, he's still better than Jalen Hurts. So, uh, better roster, Philadelphia, better head coach and quarterback combo, Kansas City. Where would you have – did I ask you this? I think I did last week. But Joe Burrow's got to be somewhere in the top three, right? Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, is number two. Uh, and, you know, had he beaten Patrick Mahomes for a fourth consecutive time in a two-year period, I mean, you could have made a case that he might be number one. But, I I mean, if I'm stack ranking him, it's Mahomes one, Burrow two. Not trying to be rude, but where's Dwayne Haskins these days? Is he on somebody's roster, I think? <laughs> I I know that off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't. I do not know that. I, I, I proudly com- – I don't. I don't. Now, again, Dwayne Haskins had a good career. I'm not trying to go back in college career, I should say. I'm not trying to retroactively go back and be mean about this. But, but you know what? I, mean, I j- didn't look at the outcome, no, though. This is going to sound callous, but I, if memory serves, I think Dwayne Haskins, didn't he pass away still now that I'm thinking about it? Oh, he did. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, you're right. Anyway, Brad, we're going to get you back here in a second, and we're going to get you to update how people could get all your info. All right? Coming right back. Brad Powers, BradPowersports.com, Omni National. Tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
Catch your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Toronto Raptors for their annual Faith and Family Night. Faith and Family Night features a post-game worship service with Bluff City praise led by Effie Johnson, as well as a faith-based Q&A conversation with Grizzlies forward Jake Laravia. Grab your tickets by visiting grizzly.com or calling 901-888-HOOP today. From Nashville's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Predators make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't the think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to. Oh, pretty, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so okay. What, what, hey, what, what do we say? Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. Brad Powers with us, BradPowerSports.com. Different angle on the Super Bowl here for Brad. Says this may not be a factor on the line, but when looking at the Super Bowl, would you not err on the side of Kansas City simply because Andy Reid has a little extra juice to beat his former team that fired him? Uh, I'm not big on motivation uh, as far as the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't get motivated for the Super Bowl. I mean, you're in the wrong business. So, I mean, certainly he should be motivated to win, but, I mean, it shouldn't be because he wants to beat Philadelphia. It should be just because it's a Super Bowl. Who wouldn't want to win that? So, it, it would not impact my handicapping or thought process. But what would is, is obviously Andy Reid's experience level, you know, having been there, done that. The media circus that is the Super Bowl, it, it can be tough for, for, for coaches the first go around. Yeah. Andy, I don't know that Andy Reid's wired like that either. Um, Good point. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't know. But where, where does he rank – you can go modern history or you can spread it out further if you want, just as far as head coaches are concerned. Well, I mean, you'd like to see him get, you know, multiple prize Super Bowls, considering he's been to 10 AFC and NFC championship games. He's been favored in nine of those 10 AFC and NFC championship games, and so far only has one Super Bowl. So, I mean, statistically speaking, he probably should have three or four Super Bowl victories. And that was the case then you'd put him – you know, clearly behind Belichick in modern history, last quarter century. I, I still think, I mean, if he can win next Sunday, I, I, I still would put him number two, uh, at least in the last 20, 25 years, NFL coaches. So, um, you know, as good of an offensive mind as we've seen at the NFL level 
just, you know, has struggled in some of the big moments. But the consistency to get there uh, at two different franchises, uh, you know, says that Andy Reid's, you know, a Hall of Famer, to say the least. He's not flamboyant. You know, he he's not a media hog, right? I mean, he's not always wanting to – I mean, he's very gracious, but but he's he doesn't fit – all the characteristics that you think of when you think about flashy head coaches, but the dude is a brilliant offensive mind for sure. No question. I mean, you see, I mean, it helps when you got Mahomes as quarterback, but I mean, he also won, went to five NFC championship games with Donovan McNabb. Good quarterback. Now, you know, not going to go down as a great NFL quarterback. So, uh, you, I mean, his play calling jumps off. I mean, it just, you see, you know, different formations and stuff that you just don't see. Pretty much anywhere else, college or NFL. Brad, we're going to let you out the door. Tell everybody how they can get your info. BradPowerSports.com. Click on the Bill King tab, top of the page. Download past issues my newsletter. I'm not going to be doing the newsletter this upcoming season, but I'm going to be offering some different stuff. Uh, so make sure you're checking out BradPowerSports.com. Click on the Bill King tab, top of the page. Good stuff, man. See you next week. All right. Take care, Bill. Good stuff. Brad's always fantastic. Market, I've got it on here in front of me, is down, down about 65. It was down about 200 points, and it may may try and turn green here. Yesterday was a ripping, roaring day. And I'll tell you what I was looking at. I was looking at Tesla. I was looking at COIN, that's C-O-I-N. Tesla, COIN, and was there something? I think those were the two. Well, and I'm always looking at SPY and SPX. I'm always, I'm always looking at those. But yeah, Tesla was roaring yesterday. If you played coin, all the, and I'm talking about options now, you could have made hundreds of thousands of dollars yesterday. Now, again, that takes some guts <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> But I've been watching and playing with coin here for on and off for several years. But but last three weeks or so, it has been ripping, man. And uh, it's it's approaching. Well, it got into the 80s. Actually, I think it got close to 90 yesterday. Actually, it might have gotten higher. I don't I don't remember. But but. That's one. If you want to get around, you want to play a little bit. You got some John Daly's pizza, spare change in your pocket. I'd be looking at that one a little bit. Maybe maybe get it on a pullback of some sort, but that's one I would be playing with if you're so inclined. Fast-moving week. Man, what happened? What in the bleep happened with this week? Went so fast. College baseball, y'all, in two weeks, starting at 2 o'clock with the Vandy boys playing TCU. That's two weeks. And by the way, the mothership, WNSR, carries Vandy baseball, in case you're interested. Yeah, carries it. And absolutely love it, listening to it. I watch the games on TV. If I can get them on the radio, I'll pull them up there, too. And... Back to that question. I believe Jeff, too, brought it up earlier. Are there any hidden gems? That's one of them. If you've got an app where you can get college baseball bets, now you better know a little bit what you're doing there. You better know what teams have 
the ability to win or how you're going to bet them. But if remember, it was Johnny Vegas last week last year just said, "I'm just going to stick with Tennessee and see how it goes," and he won every one but one, and that was the Kentucky series. Every one but the Kentucky series. So wow. Here's what we'll do though: we'll get the break and give you one more segment. Kevin Hagan back with us today. Good stuff. If you didn't get to hear Kevin earlier, he just put on a uh, private message board, if you're a Bama fan and you listen to that, make sure there are no sharp objects around you. Yeah. It wasn't an overwhelming endorsement of the way he sees things going right now at Alabama. That's a brief Cliff Notes explanation of how that interview went with him. He was awesome as always. Just giving you the way he sees it. Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. I can't ever recall having so much fun on a radio show. Fun within prescribed limits. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarland Show. Darren McFarland and Justin McFarland. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate, and we welcome your phone calls. Original opinions, weekdays 2 to 4, it's the McFarland Show. Listen live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Body clock is set to college football and nothing else. It's Bill King. You are listening to the Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter. interviewing at Alabama for the offensive coordinator job. Brad brought it up earlier. If you're Tommy Reese, are you getting on that jet in South Bend to go to Tuscaloosa thinking you may not take that job? I don't know. It makes sense that you probably would want to take that job, right? You would. This is not about how much more money he can get. That's not a problem either way. He can be taken care of at Notre Dame easily. And according to Eric Hansen with the Tribune, South Bend Tribune, they're willing to do that. Alabama can pay him a lot too. That's This is not about how much more I can get. This is about the resume enhancement. This is about the faster track to get to being a head coach. This is what this is all about. And he feels like, perhaps he feels like, he takes this job that puts him on a track that's faster than the one he's currently on. We'll see. Haven't heard anything new since we've been on the air this morning at all. But it's it's amazing. Does Notre Dame ever get good news in the non-playing portion of the season? I mean, they got – yeah, Sam Hartman was good news. That was good news. But, I mean, you Notre Dame fans, or, or you, you fans of various schools out there, Tennessee fans right now listening, or LSU fans, or Ohio State, wherever you're at, does Notre Dame ever get good 
non-playing portion of the season news. Now, think about Notre Dame the last two weeks. Justin Scott, defensive tackle recruit who they could use and everybody in America wants, leaning to Notre Dame January 31st. Last Friday, he's going to make an announcement, commit, probably Notre Dame. Going to be Notre Dame. Cancels it. Talking with Ohio State, talking with Georgia. He says, no, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back off here. Going to take my time. So that happens. And, again, if he would have committed, doesn't mean he would have held on anyways. Keon Keeley did. But, but again, Notre Dame non-playing portion of the season. So that happens, and now it's a concern that they may not get him. I mean, Georgia's all in that. Georgia's attractive. He's got family in Atlanta, too. He's a Chicago kid. And everybody, everybody in America is on him, but if he would have committed last Friday, it would have been Notre Dame. Now this news hits. Now, look, it's not like they're losing some superstar already established, incredible resume coach, Tommy Reese. He's not there yet. He's been up and down. I think most of that has been lack of roster help. And he's made some moves that were questionable, but but I still think he's got a promising career. I do. If this happens, is there a domino effect? Does Sam Hartman sit back and say, well, this is not exactly what I signed up for? I don't know. I don't think he'd leave, but I don't know that. Would this hurt recruiting? Some. Yeah, I'm just saying. That that story is very interesting. Jeff, too, said, I tweeted this just before Brad. Best indicator of Alabama football being at the end of its run is the success of Bama's non-football sports. Bama, number two in basketball. Bama was great in basketball in the 80s, made an Elite Eight run in 04. Alabama has had a runner-up. Natties in baseball in 83 and 97. 83 was David Magadan days, right? Yeah, and again, I don't know. Let, let me say this. I don't know that I think that Alabama's football run is over. They do have a fantastic recruiting class coming in, which is nothing new for them. But I'm open-minded to that being possible. I wouldn't bet you much on it right now because it's Nick Saban. And where is Nick, especially G-word, great, when doubt is seeping in? He's, he's good in these moments, man. Really good in these moments. I would think now. My guesstimate, if Tommy Reese is indeed going to be the new offensive coordinator, I would think that story hits today. I would think so. Now, I'm not saying if it doesn't hit today, it won't happen, but I don't know what else you have to consider. You're going to fly him in there. I would think today we're going to know what's up. I would would estimate that. I'll be hitting – Reset on my Twitter, oh, probably a thousand times today. Let's put it that way, just to see what's up. I I think, look, when we're back Monday, we're going to (laughs) know. Will Marcus Freeman hold a press conference this weekend if indeed he leaves? 
and Tommy Reesley. All interested. Baseball in two weeks, y'all. Can't wait. Have a good weekend. Lodge Bob. Thank you.